tell me why that just made me question like my whole existence. Hey guys, welcome back to Thinking Out Loud. This is Meitha. I'm Isha. And I'm Meher. And today's episode is all about the importance of having a growth mindset and how to develop one. I think before we start talking about why it's important and how to develop one, it's really important to first define what a, what a growth mindset is and how it differentiates from other types of mindsets that someone might have. So basically, according to the internet, a growth mindset is accepting your mistakes and, or failures and learning from them instead of shutting down and not accepting them. And on the opposite end of the spectrum is a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is the complete opposite. And it's not like a black and white kind of thing. There's a gray area. It's like a line. You can't necessarily just have a growth mindset or a fixed. You're somewhere in between, sometimes closer to growth, sometimes farther from fixed, which is the same thing. I'm dumb. But basically, for example, a fixed mindset is when your ability to improve is just innate and unchangeable. But when you have a growth mindset, it means that you're willing to improve, especially through practice. When you have a fixed mindset, when you're faced with failure, it, it looks permanent to you. But when you're faced with failure with a growth mindset, you use it as a chance to learn. I think a big part of a fixed mindset as well, Isha, is this concept that your potential, your intelligence is all predestined and you can't change it in any meaningful way and success is a direct result of that predestined intelligence and potential people with a fixed mindset will sometimes assume that they're incapable of doing things because they don't think they have the inherent potential to do so when really that's something that's built through many iterations of challenge and failure exactly and I know that it's important if you want to achieve your idea of success it's important to have a growth mindset because when you have a fixed mindset, your focus is on measurable accomplishments. You always want to do better than someone else. You always want to get that A+. Plus. But when you have a growth mindset, your focus is on a continuous journey of improvement. Your idea of success and growth will be like a vector. Yeah, exactly. And I completely agree. But some in some situations it might actually be really difficult to apply the growth mindset even though you as a person may know that you're supposed to so what are some cases where you guys think it's important to apply a growth mindset i think however difficult as it may be a growth mindset is pretty generally applicable to most areas of one's life so be that in our case school so if you're getting like a bad grade on a test, instead of changing your perception of how smart you are, learning and growing from that and seeing it not as evidence of you being stupid, but as a springboard and as motivation for growth. I mean, that does bring me to a question that most people have been asked. So I'm going to ask you guys, are you an English or math person? Definitely a math person. I cannot English in absolutely any situation. I fully cannot decide because I'm good at math, but I really enjoy things like history as well. But then I'm bad at English and I'm bad at like science. I'm not bad at them, but like by my standards, I'm bad at them. So I don't think I like necessarily fall into either category. I think there needs to be like a third category. Yeah, I think Maida is just like all rounded perfect. 
fact she doesn't fit into a category she's just all rounded i know right nice you know what then i'm gonna ignore your answer because then it doesn't work with what i'm about to say (gasps) the hair this is for you (laughs) all right so you answered either one right because like i used to say like oh i'm a math person too so when you have when you call yourself either a math person an english person you have a fixed mindset because but you also have a growth mindset at the same time. You have a growth mindset in terms of math, but not in terms of English. You've already determined like, oh yeah, I'm bad at English. English is just not for me. I was never born to do English. That's a fixed mindset. But when you think about math and you're like going ahead, you're doing like calculus, AP calculus, and you're going ahead in math because you want to be faced with a challenge. That is a growth mindset. So that's an example where you have both at the same time. And I think it's important when in school you're asked this question, don't pick either or. Try to grow in both. You might be a, you might excel in one more than the other, but you're not necessarily not an English person or not a math person. And that's something that took me a heck of a long time to learn. Tell me why that just made me question like my whole existence. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways. I actually agree like when a person declares that they're one thing more than the other the thing that they declared that sentence is not going to make any sense I'm going to restart I actually because when a person declares that they're either like a math person or an English person if they're declaring that they're a math person just like me they're kind of closing off their brain to be able to grow in the field of English and if you declare that you're an English person you're like kind of becoming an obstacle in your own path to like excel at math you know does that kind of make sense I feel like that does not make sense it made complete sense to me okay cool I actually feel like that's a pretty big misconception that like schools have when trying to teach like a growth mindset yeah right they like force someone to pick between being like an English person and a math person and they kind of see it as oh this will help you like know your weaknesses so you can grow right and we're like rewarding your efforts but I don't think that's actually true I don't think a growth mindset is just about like praising and rewarding effort um I think it kind of incentivizes unproductive effort and that's not necessarily ideal I think it's critical to reward not just effort, but learning and progress and to emphasize the processes that like lead to learning rather than just like putting an effort into something that it never like really amounts to. And I think that's a big part of what schools get wrong when trying to teach people type of growth mindset. Because while they're always incentivizing and promoting hard work, I think they often forget to talk about like working smart and working towards a goal that's naturally beneficial literally and ever since I took the um I believe it was the CCAT in grade four um I did not do well in English since then I decided that oh English is just not for me and I realized that was not a good thing so what I did, I started reading and I started putting in a lot of effort into writing. So like for English and even like writing responses for other subjects. So I always submitted my best work and put in a whole lot of time and effort into any writing piece. So then my marks went from an average of 85, like around 85 since elementary school. And it suddenly jumped up to 97 in grade 11. 
like even just ignoring the mark I know that I've improved because I'm not cringing at what I wrote when I read what I wrote in middle school I cringe hardcore I can attest to Isha's immense growth in English because we had English during the same quad this year and we worked together on a project and oh my god godly writing yeah I know for me there was this summer program I really wanted to do last summer called SHAD and when I applied to it I got waitlisted which to me was like a massive failure because I saw other people in my grade get accepted and I was I saw it as a massive evidence of me just being stupid and unworthy but then what I learned after that happened was to kind of take it in stride and learn and grow and see it not as me being an idiot, but me having room to grow. And fun fact, I got in this year. Oh, did you really? Oh my yes, God, I what campus are you at? Oh my I God. I went to UBC. Where are oh you? What? I'm also at UBC. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so an example of growth mindset in my life would be um, when we were in TKS, the first ever like big project that we did, Sandy and I were actually partnered up, like uh, not partnered up, we were in the same team. And we had to do this presentation about how we can make housing more affordable in downtown Toronto. And if I'm being honest, our presentation was absolutely trash, okay? Don't get me wrong, our solution was pretty creative, but our presentation, our pitch deck was absolutely garbage. Like I look back at it now and it was the most horrendous thing I have ever seen. Jeez, how bad was it? It was so bad. Oh my God, it was actually so, so, so bad. Anyways, um, okay, yeah. So I look back at it now and it was generally the most like horrible thing I've ever seen. So obviously, our team didn't get selected to move on to the next round, which was understandable. But at that time, like all of us were super, super, super disappointed. And we're like, oh my God, we're such failures and all of that, right? But instead of just like sulking about it, I mean, don't get me wrong, we definitely sulked about it for like a week and a half. But after that, we're like, okay, wait, there's definitely gonna be more challenges and we can always just improve on those. You know, in TKS, Every time we got like feedback or even not in TKS, anytime I got, I get feedback, I get hella defensive. And I don't know if anyone else is like me, but I'm very defensive. It's like, okay, well, I did that because of this. So it's not my fault. Or like, okay, but this is correct. Your feedback is wrong. So anytime I get like critical feedback, I get really defensive. And I realize through thorough research that that is having a fixed mindset. I need to start opening myself up to feedback especially ones that are critical exactly and developing growth mindset and learning how to accept feedback is actually quite difficult so we have a few tips and tricks for you guys to help you develop that growth mindset well first of all before we begin let's do an experiment okay all right, so this is not my idea, but basically I saw a TED talk by Serbi Sajdev. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but she did this exercise, so I'm going to do it with you guys. Okay, I want you guys to raise your right hand. 
Listeners, you too. Now I want you to raise it a little higher. Oh no. Okay, now you can put your hands down. So you guys were all able to raise your hand up a little higher. So my question is, why didn't you raise it up to its max the first time? There wasn't anything stopping you. No, there was. What? My hand feels very heavy and I was, the table would not be able to support my hand if I lifted it. <laughs> You're just lazy, Mahir. Shut up, this is why you don't okay. have a broken headset. To be fair, I did raise my hand up to its maximum like comfortable level. And I'm not gonna be uncomfortable for the sake of a podcast recording that our darling viewers aren't even gonna be able to see. Excuses. And see, you use the word uncomfortable. You need to step outside of your comfort zone in order to develop that growth mindset. You can't improve, you can't go higher until you step outside of your comfort zone. That is like the first step. You make a good point. I'll raise my hand higher next time. As you should. I'll do it when my hand is not feeling heavy. Okay, (laughs) ma'am. Anyways. Anyway, so actually you make a good point, Isha, about being in your comfort zone. And I think uh, something that's interesting to internalize is that when you're in your comfort zone, you're not growing, right? It's like an elastic band. When it's completely loose, you're not stretching it out at all. Not to stretch out your elastic bands are generally yes, less useful when they're stretchy, but when they're not stretchy. But if you stretch it out a little bit, over time, it will gradually become more accustomed to being in that shape, right? Looser. And when it does that, its radius increases. That was a very weird example, but I swear it makes sense, right? When you go outside of your comfort zone, you're increasing the amount of things that you feel comfortable doing, you're you're increasing your options and your growth. And I think it's really important to be to be in that growth zone, that stretch zone where you're learning and challenging yourself. And I think that only happens when you open yourself up to failure. So a really small, simple way to become more comfortable with failure is literally just failing over and over again in small ways. So for me, I used to be terrified of failure. I saw it as a personal disaster if I failed at anything, where it was an attack on my intelligence and potential and whatever. So what I did was I opened myself up to failure by slowly doing things which I fully knew I was going to fail in. So that meant trying to kayak while flipping the kayak over on its back. I knew I was going to fail at that. I still did it and I fell into the water and got drenched but like that's a whole other story or even just like or even just reading a book which you know is a little bit outside of your understanding level it'll be difficult and you might feel like you're failing at first but as you read it and you start to understand more you'll be growing and stretching so I think giving yourself small safe places to fail in is really important to kind of growing that growth mindset but it's also something that should that can't just change overnight it's something that takes time exactly Isha and I completely agree with you as a matter of fact I actually came across this quote a while ago no idea who the quote is by but the quote was basically um your comfort zone is a beautiful place but nothing ever grows there and to be honest 
I actually feel like that one quote sums up this whole episode. Yeah, and I mean, with a quote like that, that's kind of encompassing everything we've already talked about, I think now's probably a good time for us to give our main takeaways and bid all of you adieu. Isha, would you like to get us started with your main takeaway? Yep, my main takeaway is keep looking towards improvement and strive for the impossible. And if someone says you're crazy, remember, you have to be crazy in order to grow. Why was that so beautiful? You're beautiful. I know, but like the thing that you just said, like, God. Anyways, my main takeaway for you guys is that everyone fails once in a while. What makes you different is what you choose to do with every single time you fail. And that's what the growth mindset is all about. Yeah, my main takeaway for you guys is to really embrace failure because failure is when you know that you're challenging yourself and doing something that's not guaranteed to succeed, which means you're growing and you're improving upon yourself and to really embrace those opportunities to do so. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you next week for another amazing episode. Toodles!